I can't believe you're going to start online dating again, my colleague Jess said. Why? How else am I supposed to meet women? And don't say at work. That way lies pain and calamity. Oh, for goodness sake. We're in the Costa across the road from work. I said, Jessica, online dating lost its stigma years ago. What do you think this is? The 90s? It's fine now. We do everything online these days. We order taxis, we order pizzas. Why not order a relationship? You really think it's that easy, don't you? Well, no. I'm single, remember? But the principle is sound. Oh, and you're going to blog about it, I suppose. Oh, yes. I looked away with a smirk. The aim was to imply hidden danger. But the truth was I hadn't blogged for weeks. Work had erased my free time. Nevertheless, I still considered myself a stalwart of the London blogging scene. Actually, I've been living at a rest recently, but I'm going to relaunch soon. Don't tell me, she said. Launch party at Soho House. Honestly, why do I share so much with you? Because you want me to say you're amazing, that you're going to break through, that you're going to be the... Don't say it. Male Carrie Bradshaw. Jesus. I took a sip of my Americano. Well, at least you didn't say male Bridget Jones. I was going to, she said, but I thought Carrie would be more appropriate. Anyway, dating bloggers are everywhere now, so you better do something special this time round. Jess was right. The world of the dating blogger was a crowded place, and it was becoming increasingly difficult to stand out. Being a man helped, as did my comedic lack of success. But other than that, my shtick was starting to feel a little stayed. It was the reason I stopped blogging. No one wants stage stick. I was finding it hard to slot in with the rest of the dating bloggers to be relevant, but then I realized something, a convenient truth, if you will. I didn't have to slot in. I realized there was no compulsion to follow the others. As I see it, dating bloggers come in two types, the advisors and the raconteurs. The former are unusual, preposterous and disarming at the same time. Surprisingly, they're almost always earnest singletons looking for the real thing. How this qualifies them to offer relationship advice, I do not know. These ditzy keyboard clackers write with feverish enthusiasm, determined to renovate our lives. And despite the ridiculous premise, there is something delightfully straightforward about their advice, which can be summarized as follows. Go for it. When you think about it, all dating advice fits the go for it mold in one way or another. I work with a colleague. I don't know if she likes me. Should I ask her out? Go for it. I got divorced last year and thinking about trying online dating, but I'm a bit nervous. What should I do? Go for it. She married someone else and is currently on her way to the airport bound for a new life in California. The only way to stop her is to engage in a madcap chase across town to the sound of 80s power pop, assisted by an assortment of strangers, including Hollywood A-lister and a Rai cameo. What should I do? Well, my advice, the little I have to give, follows a different line. Don't go for it. Being urged not to jump is also good counsel. Like voting conservative or checking up on the bin men on your day off, it is not something you want to shout about. But it makes sense. I am the sharp but friendly voice over the police loud hailer, talking you down from the edge. I'm in love with a work colleague. Should I ask him out? No, absolutely no way. Think about your career. If he likes you, let him make a move. 
I'm worried about online dating. Is it risky? Yes, yes it is. It is a realm of mechanical men looking for a quick hit. Try a matchmaker instead. The love of my life is driving to the airport. What should I do? Let him go. If he cared that much, he'd never have left in the first place. And besides, traffic on the South Circular is horrendous at this time. Yeah. Well, this brings me to the second type of dating blogger. The raconteur. This type of blogger also follows a pattern. They go on advice with their dates. They go on dates with unsuitable people and they write about them in disparaging terms. The subject of the critique, some poor sap looking for romance, is always described as a nuisance to be rid of. At best, a disappointment. At worst, a narcissistic clod. A dating blogger, a writer with a continental side blind side presents as a normal person in a narrative yeah you know the type sunny side up Pollyanna who signs off every time with a better luck next time quip every date is framed as a forehead wiping near miss a flash of terror a rave of revulsion with no small amount of poignance I should say my reports are in fact identical only in reverse I am that clod that's right I blog about my dates and very little else. While my contemporaries like to guide and advise, I prefer to focus on fact, no matter how dour or discouraging. The truth is I am habitually unsuccessful with women, which is just as well, as no one wants to read about the successful guy who gets the girl. And I have chronicled my washouts with granular precision. My blog, A Simple WordPress Affair, has been a moderate hit as well as a source of quiet pride. I should also say that I am pleased my failure has some utility. My defeats are, after all, a feature of my life, not to mention the well from which I draw my literary water. My flops make me who I am, both online and off. As for the rest of me, there isn't a great deal to say. I'm 31 years old, work in a city for an investment bank, in HR. Not the money-making part, unfortunately. Still, things are going all right for me. For a while, it all looked a bit wobbly, but I'm back on form, mostly. The life tremor was all my fault anyway. I overreached, as we all do from time to time. Still, I managed to steady the matter. I am a battler. I am ridiculous. I am Marcello. And this is what happens to me.